0: LaFondra places it.
1: Welcome to another episode of sky blue stories with the full panel back together tonight and uh it's a bit easier to back up after a week that we've just had in sky blue uh sean and jules join myself jonno uh to talk about a-league men's a-league women's npl all on the winner's sheet is that, is that what you say winner's sheet i don't even know um oh, vector. but it's been a it's been a a very very positive week. Leeds won. Uh, just I know everyone cares about Leeds, um, so you know it's it's been a good weekend uh, and a, and week in in total, gents. Uh, how are we? Did you miss me last week? I, I thought you guys did a pretty good job.
2: Uh, immensely, immensely, John.
1: Thank you, Jono. Thank you Jules. It a nice right
2: Ship incredibly well.
0: Um,
1: right deep answer. Deep you did, you did. I had multiple people message actually and and say how well it. Flowed without me on it, and um, that they wish it was like that every week. Nice. Not really. I'm just very self-deprecating at the moment. Um <laughs> We must be doing something right, though, because we've got a new Patreon, guys. We've got a new patron, Jules. Do you know anything about about this one?
0: Ah, uh, some fucking degenerate, isn't it? <laughs>
2: wow.
0: It's uh, some somebody that shares the same last name with me. I notice certainly uh, not. Yeah, noticed, certainly okay, not the same it's kind of same optimism optimism and pessimistic sort of we're we're very much on a different sort of there's a little bit of the pessimism that comes out of me at times so it's probably being on the podcast but yeah andre andre welcome, andre, welcome aboard.
1: andre don't let him talk to you like that mate we, we we love you and thank you for uh thank you for signing up um, he's already and-
0: asking about his match review He's already. He's uh, on he's got deal.
1: to. I think he's got to stay on there for six months or something. Good. But, um, good. It's all right. I'll change the rules before then. Please. but welcome Andre thanks for thanks for signing up and um, again uh, we don't plug this too often these days because we we do we do have enough money that helps support the pod from a from a you know platform point of view Um, but if you did want to join up um, and throw a couple of dollars a month our way that's basically how it works Um, you do get some exclusive opportunities Um, our patrons this week um, had the opportunity to ask a guest tonight uh, Patrick Yazbek questions where we we didn't go to socials. We just chose not to go to socials with that uh this week. Um, but if you're a patron, you got that opportunity. So there's cool stuff like that along the way. So if you are interested in, in getting involved with that stuff, by all means, please uh please jump on and we will look after you that look after us. Uh what else, Sean? Anything else going on before we go around the grounds?
2: No, my soccer season kicks off soon. Uh touch with the knee holds up, angels. Um, uh, got our first. <sighs> First, first trial game, wow. first trial. Although my meniscus ain't what it used to be, so um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> well, used to,
0: I'm used to. Hey,
2: used to? <laughs> I'm used to carrying the team, so I'll have to uh, you know delegate more this season. So oh, sorry. Um,
1: sorry, mate. You don't you don't skip arm. You don't you don't skip arm day. You'll be right. Uh, well, it. can I
0: can I give a bit of a plug for my uh, my season? Yes, my one of my teams. Uh, tomorrow we make our quest uh, in the Australia Cup. Oh. So versus Kellyville Quakers Hill versus Kellyville Colts. Oh, local derby! Yeah, local derby. Looking forward to it. Hopefully, we can. Uh, this is the road to play Sydney FC and, oh. and come up against Coroca.
2: Off, off to the ACL.
0: Oh, imagine okay. that! <laughs> favorites, favorites, jewels. Um, no. I honest, in all honesty, I think we'll we'll probably start at a dollar fifty. Mm. Um, no, no, no. We'll we'll start. We'll, we'd probably sorry. We'd probably start about three dollars. They'd start about a dollar fifty because. Oh. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. Uh, they've won a few championships and
1: very big junior base, very big. Crazy, base.
0: yeah, and crazy rumors that Broski was going to play for him, but I don't think that happened. No,
1: yeah, but I don't think it happened. Do you know what? Speaking of junior clubs, um, I've moved uh, away from Glenwood recently, but do you know what I learned on the weekend, gents? Jaden Kacharski's mm-hmm. junior club was a Glenwood Redbacks,
0: oh, huh.
1: literally around there the corner from where I used to live, right next to Valentine Park. There, so. He um he was born to play football that kid, but we'll talk a bit more about him yes, we'll a bit later around. on. Sean, why don't you um take us around the grounds? You guys sort of did a bit of a live commentary on the uh on the Asian Champions League <laughs> qualifier, did. but yeah,
2: yeah, that that's why I didn't want to um go too in depth about a, a review because the ACL's done and dusted. It was a very <laughs> ridiculously soggy <solid>. Everyone was <laughs> hanging by their Twitter, going, "Come on, it's." Just call it off. It's got to be off. Like don't, me, it, yeah. don't let me don't let work <laughs> and then call it off while I'm mid mid transport in what was horrible public transport last week for everybody involved. But uh, a resounding 5 0 win against the might of the Philippines. Uh, Bobo too. Alfie got his sausage rolls. Hopefully mm. he'll convert into A-League men's goals uh, in the coming days and weeks. And 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 Trent. Uh, bagged a gold too, so that Trent. might have set him up nicely for the assist on the weekend just gone by. So we're off to Vietnam, which is a great country. John, you've been to Vietnam, so have I. Um, of, I think yeah, the likes of Jumbok, Yokohama, and the other ones. Um, there's always the third one I can't remember, but uh, I think they're probably the, the crappiest one of the group. But
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll probably
2: lose. Just five um, <laughs> uh, but you know, a couple of old foes in Jumbok and, and Yokohama, muskets men. Um, and, and look, just amazing. Anyone who actually showed up that night and yeah. the competition we got going there with the shirt.
1: You're all heroes. That's You're all cool. heroes. Yeah. And um, coming up in our chat with Patty, um, Pat helped us pick the winner. And um, that's announced a bit later on. Mm.
2: Uh, we got some news that was confirmed as well in the past week. Elvis' injuries, done his MCL. Yeah. Uh, in- <sighs> appreciate ligament um is that one cl that you would be preferred to do jewels or is it you know where does it rank in the cls <laughs> if you're jewels you just do all of them i think
0: yeah, yeah you just do a great job of it um no i i would i would have loved to have done my mcl because it's probably got the quickest recovery time six to eight weeks is it sounds shit but it's in terms of if you're going to do anything with your knee mm. it's probably one of the best ones in terms of like not a long-term sort of injury, meniscus damage, all that sort of stuff. ACL obviously the worst one. But yeah, I mean, MCL's the the second, probably the second most common one, I would say now yeah. in terms of knee
1: injuries. So speaking, look, it's, yeah. yeah. Speaking of it's carrying <laughs> teams, speaking of carrying teams, Sean, like Elvis has been doing that for us. So um, you know, he's been sending players, opposition players for hot dogs with his with his knees most of the season. So um the way he moves he's probably a little bit prone to to some of those uh elasticity problems although jules is going to tell me it's nothing to do with elasticity but um
0: <laughs> we wish... I'm just going to say it's just bad luck sometimes we wish Elvis,
1: <laughs> we wish Elvis all the best um yeah. in his recovery and, and hope to hope to see him back obviously he'll he'll highly doubt he'll make any champions league because that's not too far away um but maybe maybe on at the back end of the season if um if we progress that far
2: now, the next name, uh, he didn't spend a lot of time at the club, but I know, Jonathan, you've always been a bit of a fond, had a fondness <laughs> for this player. Um, this might yeah. be, you know, a bit of a, got to brush out the cobwebs to remember this guy's names, but Zach Anderson uh, has Zach retired. Zach Anderson. Yeah, has retired effective immediately um, from football. He was running around the wow. Olympic FC, um, but he's had some stints in Malaysia, Singapore, the United Arab Emirates. Um, up there in Queensland with Olympic FC. He's only 30, um, but he's there to focus on his uh, quickly expanding startup, the first 11 club. Um, so, you know, good luck to, yes. to Zach, an old boy of Sydney SC, half a dozen N-F- games.
1: NFTs, NFTs. N-F-T. So, yeah, so Zach, um, Zach's a couple of years younger than you and I, uh, Sean. He's, he's about Jules' age, as you said. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's 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 launched this NFT, you know, footballing odyssey with Casper uh, Tafter, I think it is another former A League player. Um, and yeah, look, it's all a it's all a bit funny. Um, but um, Zach was always um, always uh, a pleasure to deal with um, from the from the the little interactions that I had with him. Um, I sat I sat next to him at a. I think I was a premier member for one year and, and was fortunate enough to, to sit next to him um, at a function down at Cockle Bay. And, and he was an absolute champion. I, I really, really uh, enjoyed sitting next to Zach and having a chat um, about all things football and, and, you know, his life and how he got to where he did and everything else. So uh, yeah, you know, congratulations to him. Good luck to him. Um, I'm not going to understand this NFT thing. I'm just going to leave it completely the
2: hell alone um, but good luck to him. a <laughs> blockchain just goes straight over my head too. Um, but we move on uh, to another, well, I was going to say a beloved daughter almost of the club. Oh. Massive, massive congratulations to the sister? one. Beloved sister, yeah, oh, child. Mm-hmm. Um, congratulations to the one and only Michelle Morris. Um, the past week they had a women's function that the club ran um, where she received uh, let me get the word in right, Sydney FC member hero uh, member hero Yeah. Uh, it, at the end of the day I'm just so happy that her love and support of the club has been recognised and I don't think you get you'd be hard pressed to find anybody else who loves this club more passionately than Michelle and wears this the club on her sleeve so to speak um, she's a massive advocate for the club she rides all the highs and all the lows and everything in between so um we, we voted for Michelle. We weren't quite sure if our vote nominated. Went. Yeah, we nominated
1: Michelle for that. Um as a podcast, as a group. Uh, obviously Michelle was one of our one of our very early guests on here and I think one of the very first people to actually take notice that Sky Blue Stories existed, um, but everyone knows Michelle, and um, you know I love I love her reaction. She's like, "I never thought I'd get an award for being a fan of a football club," <laughs> um, but obviously she's being a bit humble there. Um, you know, uh, Michelle, you're you're much much more than that, and um, keep doing what you're doing, mate, because it's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Before we um, start talking about uh, all of the games of football that have happened in the past week, gents, um, earlier tonight we had the pleasure of the company of, um, as I say in the intro, uh, one of the shining lights of of the Sydney FC season so far, um, a very humble um, but exciting young young man uh, in Patrick Yazbek, and we spoke to him about um, the season so far and and on the back of uh, on the back of a, his first professional goal, so. Have a chat in there, and we also, um, at the end of the chat, announce uh, a couple of winners of, of our AKEA um, uh, attendance competition that we made up on the spot, so enjoy. Tonight on Sky Blue Stories, we're joined by one of the shining lights of the 2021-22 campaign so far in 19-year-old Sydney FC Academy graduate Patrick Yazbek. After spending four years with the Academy, Pat made his full debut earlier in the season in a round of 32 clash against Sydney Olympic, Impressing and potentially shocking many fans and pundits alike who hadn't tracked his progress in the NPL, unlike Sky Blue Stories. He did so well on debut. He backed it up off the bench first and then into the starting lineup for the A-League men's side. And after a short stint on the sideline recently with injury, he's back with a vengeance, scoring a goal with a run from deep in midfield against the Perth Glory last weekend. Yes, fans are demanding. The president of Yazbekistan starts every game. So, we thought we'd get him on for a starting spot on the pod tonight. Patty, thanks for joining Sky Blue Stories, mate.
3: Thanks for having me, guys.
1: Very good. What are you, President of Yazbekistan? Are you aware of this chat? Uh,
3: look, I've seen a couple of tweets. Yeah. Um, I'll be quite honest. I've actually had a couple of mates call me that as a joke back in my school <laughs> days. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, it's, 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 I don't, I don't mind it. You know, it's nothing too bad. I just, it's it's a, I don't know yeah it's, I'm I'm sure with it. Gone
1: it's mainstream, cool. yeah, it's gone mainstream, mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> thanks for thanks for joining us, um, mate. As as you, you know, you you listen to the pod, um, which we are very very grateful for, and and that excites us when we hear that you know we, we've got players and and you know people like yourself listening. So you you know the drill a little bit here, but tell us, you know, a lot of us know a little bit about your story coming through the Sydney FC um MPL side and, and the, the ages before that. But how did that step come to be? And and before we mention the WSW team, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> we know that you've always been a Sydney FC fan. Is that yeah, of course of course yeah. <laughs> good man. So tell us tell us how I guess how your Sky Blue story started, you know, to get into the Sydney FC Academy in the first place.
3: Um, so obviously I've been playing you know football since I was really young. Um, it's about three or four years old. I think I I got into it through you know my dad is is pretty into it and you know it was just something to get me going as a child just to get me out and active and um when I hit about I think uh, I think eight or nine there was like this um New South Wales run program called P twenty two it's well mm-hmm. now the SAP it was like the initial mm-hmm. version of it um and my dad. Sh- he saw, you know, a form of potential like every parent does see in their kids, you know, <laughs> especially when they're young. You don't know how it's going to turn out, but he just sent me throw them in there. Yeah, nice. So I tried for that and I made it. And then I worked my way, you know, through that for two years until it just got completely, you know, abandoned. Um, so that's when I switched mm. over to the MPL scene, essentially. Um, and I signed for Marconi for a year and I was playing a year up there um, for under 12s. And then I went to Sydney United for three years nice you know just slowly slowly you know just as a as a young kid would you know not thinking too much of it but just trying my best and trying to you know you know prove myself in the MPL scene i guess and then i'm signed for wanderers in under 15s Mm -hmm. um spent a year there and at the end of the year i just you know realized that you know it wasn't for me you hated it didn't you (laughs) look i've asked (laughs) in the scene now so that's all i'm gonna say um but yeah, and after that, you finished, um, made the move over to the, the Sky Blue, and the, the rest is history, I guess. Very good. Yeah, it's yeah. Very just, good. Just,
2: an opportunity, just looking for different opportunities as they present yeah, themselves. Yeah. yeah. Well, congratulations on, on the success on the weekend and your first professional goal. And, and boy, it was a good one. Um, <laughs> look, although you're a midfielder, um, have you racked up a lot of goals in the grades and years <laughs> gone by? When, when you were young, younger, you're still only 19, but... Um, were you knocking in goals growing up as well?
3: Um, not really, to be honest. I'm not really much of a goal scorer. Like, um, it's only been like probably I'd say the last like last NPL season and um, this year, my mentality sort of changed a bit, especially with the way I play, because um I feel like for me naturally I've always been very defensively minded, mm-hmm. especially with like um you know the philosophies my coach my coaches in the past that have had as well. It's always like you know me as a six or an eight, it's sort of a bit more what if sort of mentality so like yes you can go forward but you are always going to be thinking all right we could lose the ball here they could counter attack and i need to be yeah. you know prepared to sort of shut that down so that's sort of reflected in you know my goal scoring tally i didn't really <laughs> score many goals because i was more instructed to sit off and just like you know be cautious of what could happen but you know these last you know um 12 months you know i'm starting to realize that as much as you know, as good as it is to, you know, be that sort of defensive minded player, a lot of people, I you mean, know, a lot of, you know, just spectators, coaches, everyone really takes notice of people scoring goals. And I want that's something I want to add to my game. Yeah. You know, it's it's I'll become more of a threat if I do get more Is, bored, is, so.
1: is that why you bought the new Nike Mercurial? <laughs> you, you know, what? I've actually
3: been joking around is with that? my mate. I've been joking around <laughs> with my mate saying I'm a striker now because I've got the <laughs> No, nah, it was because um, I don't know, I just thought I got bored of the phantom stuff, but I changed it up. Nice. Are they vapors or what did you what did you get? I don't even know to be honest. I don't know. <laughs> they're
1: just mercurial low cuts. Yeah. Nice. No, well, yeah, squid squid might have tipped us off on that one.
2: If we're struggling <laughs> for a goal, yeah. I'd rather see you up front than Donickey, but I <laughs> digress. <you> <laughs> <laughs> um how how did you how, tell, talk us through how you felt when when Bimbi and, and the like said here's your senior squad and you're part of it or or, or taking us back to your debut back um... in the Olympic over at Belmore, how did it feel?
3: So the FA Cup, uh, FA Cup game was good. you know it was um, I'd just come back from overseas with the the national well, under 23s and um, I, that was a bit of a it was a bit of a risk going because mm. I sort of did disturb my preseason a bit, and I wasn't too sure how um, you know Steve and the coaches would react with me coming mm. back and not have having the full length of the preseason, but you know, um, I came back pretty sharp and you know body was feeling good and he told me you know we want to get you some minutes so we're gonna we're gonna play you with um with the FA cup cam and you know i was definitely happy you know make my senior debut but i didn't really think too much of it because i know you know you can't really get too emotional with these things because it can affect your, your performance essentially and mm. for me at the time the main thing was to just try to play as best as i can and i didn't really want to overthink it so yeah i was pretty pretty um you know, just relaxed about it yeah well a bit
1: a bit with yeah. the Sorry, Sean, you go, mate.
2: Oh, just with the likes of Bratsy and, and Retre ahead of you and the like, but unfortunately, you know, when yeah. one door closed for Bratsy, I guess it kind of opened up a door for you at the same time as well. So it was, maybe that was a little bit bittersweet.
3: I mean, look, it's never it's never good seeing a teammate go through something yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, you don't wish on anyone. Bratsy's a big part of this squad, you know, like he's, he's, you guys are well aware of his ability, you know, the last couple of years Zaggy in you know one of the best players for the team and you know even in the league as well I'm probably the best midfielder in the league so not having him in the squad is, is a big you know big miss but um i'm just you know just trying to you know whenever i get an opportunity whether bratsy is in the squad or isn't i'm just you know trying to take it as much as i can and even though he's not there he's still you know giving me advice as well trying to help me yeah, become the best player I can. Just as long yeah, as the it's,
2: device it's, is not about hairstyles, because what he's at the moment is shocking. Nah,
3: but- I, I, we all like it. It's really good. It's it's unique. So it's, it's good. It's good don't do, it. just don't do, don't
1: put don't put that nice hair of yours into cornrows, mate. Just oh, uh,
3: it's not long enough anyway. So.
1: <laughs> Um, You mentioned the, I I almost caught myself saying young Socceroos there again, but it it was Ollie Roos, the the, the squad that you went away with. And I remember chatting to you at the time, I think, asking you where you're off to because um, there was a a really young squad. Um, But but you guys, and and I remember talking on the pod to Sean and and Jules at the time, I sort of said, oh, they're extremely young. I'm, I'm not sure what the expectation is for the group, but you guys did exceptionally well.
3: Yeah, um that was a good experience for me, you know. Like it was my first um my first ever experience or involvement in a national team. Like I've been in a camp here and there, but I haven't really had the opportunity to go away. Yeah. Um and to even go away with, you know, Pava, Woody, and, and Talbot as well. Yeah. And it was good to have, you know, those boys around me. But um, you know, it was pretty pretty. We had a bit of like, you know, low expectations, especially with um the age of the squad, but I think yeah. that's what they were they were sort of pushing for because those qualifications were, are for um, the Olympics, I think, and that would be the age group that travels. So they want to expose us to that type of you know, environment before we um, have to, you know, say there's another qualification, the, A, the AFC, I think. AFC, they want to yeah. expose us to the games like that before we qualify to the AFC because by the time all that comes around, the older boys won't be eligible anymore. So I think that's that was the motive. So know. it's
1: more for a campaign. It's yeah, exactly. Over yeah. years. So So take like
3: the same boys through the campaign instead of chopping and changing the team.
1: Perfection. We're joined by um, we're joined by Jules. I just saw Jules snuck on Patty. Um, hey, yeah, I can see. <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> so good. Don't court. be sorry. Pat's killing it. So Pat's good. killing it, mate. It's good timing by you, Julian. <laughs> You guys started, or yeah, mate. We are right up to <laughs> where are. you come in.
0: <laughs> I've just, I've just joined the podcast and ruined it. Fantastic! Yeah. That's
2: thanks, great. Thanks. <laughs> I'm trying to be professional here with <laughs> one of the brightest, but anyway,
0: what do you mean the best and brightest? What are you talking
2: about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but Patty, with with you've just had a, a slight injury setback recently. Um, do you feel, despite that injury, you're cemented in the team now and Looks like you'll get minutes again on against Western United on the weekend.
3: Look, um, I don't. I don't like to think of myself as like you know a cemented player in the squad because you know this this industry is very heavily performance based and you know if one week I'm not playing well, I can't expect to start. You know, and for me, I'm just focused on you know giving everything I can week by week, and I'll base my you know my position in the starting team based on how I previously performed. So I don't, don't like to look too too far ahead. But yeah, I feel like I'm in a good space at the moment. Absolutely. And you know, I'm learning off all the other midfielders there and all the players there. So hopefully, you know, maybe maybe in the near future, I will be, you know, in that position.
0: And who's, speaking of, Yaz, yeah, who's actually, i uh, be interested to know who's taken, have any players taken you under their wing, so to speak, um, you know, gotten in the air, given any advice, you know, being a you know, a young player coming into the squad and um, obviously bursting into the scene, so to speak. Has anybody, you know, sort of put their arm around you and given you some advice at this stage? Or,
3: Yeah, look, um, all the boys in the squad are great. Like, I honestly can't I can't speak more highly about anyone. They're all, you know, very good environment. Um, But, you know, there are a couple of boys that obviously do have a bit more of a relationship with. Um, Redders is one. You know, Redders is a, is a good friend of mine. Yeah. We get along well, I think. Um, Anthony Caceres as well. He's always given me good, you know, good pieces of advice to speak mm. to. Nico as well. Nico's probably the most genuine human being I've ever met in my life. Yes. He's honestly a legend. Um, you know, um, Bratzi as well, Retray, Amini, all the, all the boys in my position as well. They're always there talking to me, telling me what I should, be, shouldn't try and, be doing, should and shouldn't be doing. Um, and honestly, like everyone's great. Everyone's great. Alfie, Costa, Wilkes. Wilkes is great. I can't, it's Donks, everyone. They're honestly so good, yeah.
0: You've mentioned a name there as well that's been floated around as a potential future Sydney FC captain. It's one of the first names you mentioned there was Anthony Caceres. Yeah. Do you see those qualities in him to be a
3: captain? Yeah, 100%. You know, he's one of the most consistent players I've ever seen in my life. He's, the guy's. He's a freak, you know. You give, you give him <laughs> he seems like, that, he yeah. seems
0: like a guy that would razzle at training. just like
3: Yeah, <laughs> he really like takes that. control of the session, you know, like, he drives a standard week, you know, day in, day out. So definitely die. I can see that in
1: him. Fantastic. Mate, we mentioned um, we mentioned that you got the chance to go away um, to that tournament. I think it was in Indonesia, was it, where you went to play that tournament? Oh, t- the recent one? Yeah. Tajikistan. Tajikistan, that's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. How could I forget Tajikistan? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even the uh, even the World All today, Paddy, the World All, I don't know if you know what World All is, but... Um, it's it's like Wordle, but you you've got to find the country.
3: All oh, right, Wordle, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. All so the it's... boys are be on the Wordles,
1: Hundred percent. So they knew that we were talking to you because today it was I think it was Tajikistan actually, or Kyrgyzstan or something. But
3: one of the way in that region.
1: Yeah, Uzbekistan didn't come up. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, Asian Champions League coming up. Like you mm. said, um, there's a bit of uncertainty around the the A leagues <laughs> fixtures and things, and and getting all them done. But um, off to Malaysia to, to, to play in the Asian Vietnam, champions. Vietnam, Vietnam. Yeah. Vietnam. Ho how's, Ho how's, um, how are you prepping up for that? You're you looking forward to that?
3: Yeah, it's going to be a great experience, you know, versing, um, I don't know. I don't know who's going to be, I think, I know Yokohama is, which yep. is Musk, Kevin Musker's team. Yep. Um, I don't know the other two. John but, Book, um, John Book, I think John again, Book maybe. Yeah. yeah. But, um, I'm, I'm so keen for, you know, like, it's, a, it's another step up, you know, in my career, trying to, you know, a lot of people will be watching a lot of eyes. So hopefully for me, I'm just trying to, you know, play as well as I can. And we'll see if we can get a, you know, a good outcome. You know, it's we're not going in expecting to to not do well mm. because we have the capability of, to, you know, get out of the grip and, you know, fight for, you know, semi final, even, you know. So so we're just going to try to do as well as we can and, you know, see how it goes. Lots of games back to back, mate. Yeah, six games. So we'll <laughs> definitely try to get some minutes in there. Awesome.
0: The good thing is, well, yeah, as I you don't have to have the usual travel. Um, you know, with these hubs, that's the one advantage, mm, I yeah. guess, is that you're not constantly back and forth. You know, that was quite a slog, and you know, it's it's crazy to think that even in you know, Australian teams, have gone as far as they have. Yeah with that so that's uh, really good um just on that the, the the eyes like you said the eyes will be on you is there any team that you support overseas that you hope have their eyes on you? maybe somewhere that you are uh, that you would love to play in your, in your you know dream fantasy sport
3: overseas um so one team you guys i'll show you guys there Ah, uh, um, uh, here
2: we go. Arsenal
3: supporter, uh, yeah. Arsenal, <laughs> the Gunners, yeah. Yeah, um, they're probably my English team. Um, Very yeah. good. Well, probably they are my English team. I um, support Arsenal. Um, <laughs> I'm a massive Bayern Munich supporter as well. My dad grew up, you know, supporting Bayern Munich, and good man. That's the way they play, and you know what they've <laughs> achieved. And we you know we just have a you know relationship over them. Fantastic. Um, I don't know, I'm pretty like you know. I just like whoever's playing well, honestly. Like, I enjoy watching teams that play good football. So, you know, if, if it's not Arsenal playing, I'll see who's, you know, in, like maybe the city, Liverpool. I like watching them, but, you know, yeah. To be I, fair, I, Arsenal
0: have been playing some good they football. They have been well. playing very well, so, yeah. yeah. Knock
3: on wood, they keep, keep it up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I'm a United supporter, so I'm just trying
2: to sleep. I've been there, sleep. don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Well, yeah, as we know that, uh, we've got the victory... Pretty much as we speak, playing up against uh Vissel Kobe yeah. at the moment, yeah, yeah. trying to qualify for their ACL. Um, up against the one and only Iniesta, is there a player that you'd like to play alongside past and present that you'd like to see alongside of you in the Ooh. mid as the number eight or as you and you the six or vice um, versa? I don't
3: know. oh, uh, uh, yes, he's my wallpaper actually oh. on my phone. Oh. Let's have a look, Stephen Gerard. Oh, yeah. Wow. He's my wow. favorite sister, yeah. You are, are spreading an, the. Not love. even an Arsenal yeah. player. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah, no, it doesn't have to be an Arsenal. He's just a yeah. great, you know, great. He's got a great personality on football. You know, he's he's his outlook on on the game. You know, I really like. I really like. You know, sort of sort of try to take things that he's he sort of puts in his game, put into my own. So yeah, Stephen Gerard. Just, just
1: don't sleep. Just don't sleep over. <laughs> All right. I'll try my hardest not
3: to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It looks like you've just you're... lost all the liver.
0: Any Liverpool Patreon has just unsubscribed.
2: <laughs> Sorry. Guys, <laughs> yeah, you look like you've got a bit of a gaming chair there as well. Maybe yeah, I'm of... Yeah, you're 19-year-old. Uh, got a bit of downtime. So, are we a FIFA or a football manager?
3: Um To be honest, I don't even know what football manager is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely a FIFA good. type of guy. No, it's good you've shown on, your, you're shown your age. Answer. She's you showing your age, which
2: is good because guy. the other two blokes on this pod um, play football manager, and it's just, it's because it's, it's for losers who just like organize those who can't actually play. Appeals to them. Yeah. They yeah, live by Alfie, through others.
1: Alfie appreciates a good football manager, so Alfie loves it. Well, he's
2: yeah, 44. Dad's army. <laughs> <right? laughs> um... And what about, and what about, yeah, we, we've asked this many times of our guests. What means more to you to win uh, a big blue or a derby at the moment?
3: Um, I've never played in a derby, um, played Ooh. in a big blue, That'd but true, like you know, NPL I mean, derby though, NPL, derby. I played an NPL derby, but it's just yeah. it's a completely a different, different sort of, yeah. Um, um, day, uh, I just so say yeah. a Western Sydney derby, like <laughs> he beats it, nothing yeah. like it. Watching the derby the other day, unfortunately we didn't get the win. But even just sitting on, you know, in the stand, I just killed me to sit there. I just wish I was out there and yeah. just could just, just play. So I think, I think the derby, the the West Sydney derby, would have to be a bit, 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 bit big of a. You'll occasion. get your chance. You'll get your Absolutely. chance, mate,
1: <laughs> for sure. For sure. Game, yeah. That's it, mate. We um, I said to you earlier, we we did put this um, put it out to our patrons that that you were coming on and we've we've had a really great response so we might run through some listener questions yeah, of course um and and go through there one of them <laughs> one of them we mentioned was was the Yazbekistan stuff yeah, so yeah. thanks Jamie Jamie for that one another one we've had a couple of different people ask um dual citizenship and your background i uh, i'm assuming your lebanese background yeah, is that yeah, is that I'm right lebanese yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, I mean, Aussie born, uh, yeah, I mean, Aussie-born. born in Australia. Do, do you have a dual citizen? Well, yeah, I'm entitled,
3: I'm entitled. to yeah. a Lebanese passport, but
1: we've got nothing to worry about, though, do we? Yeah,
3: like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fully committed <laughs> on playing for Australia. Yes, Here's Arnie, Annie, Annie, listening. <laughs> <Cap him. laughs>
1: Very good. No, I had a couple of people ask ask that one about yeah, whether or not Lebanese. Good man. So one um,
0: of the What's that? Oh, if, if I jump the gun there. No, no, go, Jules. No, oh, I was just going to... One of our, um, uh, our great sort of leaders in the... ranks, uh, uh, He had a question. Uh, it's quite a long-winded one, so bear with me. Yeah. The youth team is doing well in MPO 1 this season. Uh, who from the squad do you reckon is a nailed-on
3: star Oof. and why? Um...
1: Put some pressure on a team a former team Yeah. Mate. yeah. Look,
3: everyone in that youth team, they're all my friends, you know, they're all my mates. <laughs> I you know, know exactly where they're at. Um and I'll be honest, it's very, very unpredictable to say who's, you know, gonna, gonna make something out of the career. Um to be even in that NPL side, you have to be a great footballer nonetheless. Mm. Like you can't, it's it's a very, very competitive squad. Um, but, you know, there are a couple of boys that definitely I can see, you know, like have something about them, you know, and I, th- and I really hope that, you know, all of them do well in the, yeah. you know, their careers. But, you know, like the likes of, you know, Segar, Adrian Segicic, um, he's doing very well. Corey Holman, Jaden Kaczarski as well. Um,
1: and it also depends on opportunity, yeah, I guess, exactly. Paddy. You know, it depends what spots open up, yeah, you 100%. know. If, if we need some depth in certain areas and others, there'll, there'll be different opportunities, I guess. But, um, you know, a bit...
2: Huh? It'll be Sapsford at this rate. Yeah, yeah. Sapsford, you know, from what <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's done very
1: well. Yeah. He so. we looked very good. He looked yeah. very good.
0: Do, do, you, do you think, yes, that, you know, that what helps or what we've, we've seen? Obviously, some youth players come through the, the ranks, you know, Patty Good, yourself. Um, you know, do you think the fact that we play with a similar system, similar structure in the MPL
3: sort of helps with that transition into the senior Um. Yes, yes, and no um because you know regardless of what formation you've previously played um the squad we have everyone's there to support you and help you so I feel like it doesn't really take too much time to settle in like you saw Luciano on the weekend um he hasn't played our formation like you know uh, from what I from what I understand he's only played it once in the derby you know and he looked pretty pretty um in place so I think it does help. It does have its benefits, yes, but um, it's definitely not like the be all and end all that. The you know the fact that we play the same formation is is evident in the way they're playing because it also comes down to the individual as well as a technical player. Now, tell yeah. us,
2: Yes. Uh, what do you believe is your best position? Are you a six or a? Eight? Could you, you know, see yourself maybe uh, graduate to maybe in a, a ten position?
0: Um,
3: I. Um, I I can play anywhere in in the middle in the midfield. Um, I like six, I like eight as well. Um, I can I don't mind ten. Um, t- to be honest, like like I said, I'm I'm somewhat defensively minded, you know. So for me, six and six and eight is sort of my natural go to, and I feel like, you know, even like one holding six or two holding six is probably my best position. Um, there's two holding six, I could probably go forward a bit more. Maybe maybe that means I can be a bit more of an eight. Um. But just, and it also depends on, you know, the game we're playing as well and who the opposition is. But for me, probably six, yeah. Six is probably my, my best position.
2: Well, if you're not I doing think. anything on Saturday before the game, um, we've, got a, we've, got, we've got a trial game, so you're welcome to throw the boots on and never run. I'll, I'll,
3: I'll ask swibs and see what he says. <laughs> if you do need
2: a centre-back, I reckon you could still do it. I could uh, probably
3: say play center back as well. <laughs>
2: um what about just another question from toby uh actually it's not really a question all he says is and i quote don't think i've got a question for him just tell him that i think he's a fucking legend Um, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, thanks (laughs) we all we all
1: all agree um gents do you before we um let patty go do, do you guys have any other questions before we announce um a winner that that pat actually helped us pick out Quite no. Good. Excellent. Good. Excellent. So before Pat, before we let you go, I randomly uh, was talking to you during the week and mm. uh, asked you to pick some numbers. I didn't really tell you what it was for, um, but uh, obviously at that Kaya game, the yeah. Champions League game where Sydney was completely underwater yes. um, and we had some, we had some very, very, very dedicated uh, young men and women that rocked up and, and watched that game. Um, were you... Were you back on that game? Yeah, that was my first That was your back. return, yeah. wasn't it? Played yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Um, so the club uh, gave us a bit of unique, um, unique I guess, I was going to say silverware, um, <laughs> <laughs> menswear, uh, to give away uh, as a bit of a prize. Uh, and we thought that the best way to do that was to ask anyone that was there to nominate um, themselves or, or a friend um, because they deserve something for going to that game in those conditions. Um, Pat, you didn't get a choice because you, it's your job,
3: yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, I'll but, be there right now. <laughs> <you>? <laughs>
1: but what it is, um, it's an it's a uh, Sydney FC FFA Cup shirt and it's got the FFA Cup logo uh on it. Mm. So these are very, very hard to come by. It's an Under Armour one, players get them pretty much yeah. e- exactly. It's got the number 52 on it, Pat. Any is that just because it's a reserve jersey, you reckon? I couldn't uh, Like a backup jersey. I think it's a
0: blood, like a blood jersey or something. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe I think it, so.
1: Yeah. Um, and Pat, w- what we did was we lined up the twenty odd people uh, on a spreadsheet that entered. I asked Pat to pick three numbers at random: a winner and two runners up. And the runners up, I'll go to first. So one of the runners up was nominated by Regs, uh, and that was Axel. Um, so Axel, will get a we'll get a stubby holder to you, mate. Sky Blue Story stubby holder. The second runner-up was, <laughs> which is a, a bit inappropriate to give a, a child a um, stubby holder, but I've, <laughs> I've I've been in touch with uh, young Tyson's parents, and they've said it's completely fine. So Tyson, um, for those that don't know, Tyson is one of the ball kids, and and is most weeks, uh, from what I understand, and obviously the ball kids had a very tough job uh, at that Kaya game, and uh, and and did a very good job. So Kaya, uh, um, sorry Tyson. Um, is also an academy player at Illawarra Sports High School. Uh, and, Tyce, we know that your favourite player is Harry van der Sarg. So um, we know Harry's very good to you. So we will get, uh, we will get a little prize uh, to you and, the, you and the parents, mate. Um, the winner of the FFA Cup shirt um, was Josh Skodala. So, Josh, congratulations, mate. And you can thank Pat for that one um he completely uh, picked at random but he picked you at random so he's done he's done very well um pat what i might ask of you actually mm-hmm. while well, seeing as you chose it would you yeah. mind signing that jersey for us at, at some point if we could arrange that yeah, of course. yeah yeah awesome so josh there you go we just made it sweeter we'll um we'll get patty's signature on it and in five years' time, when he's uh, lining up for Arteta, uh, maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe two years' time uh, at Arsenal, um, maybe
0: maybe under Stevie G, uh,
1: maybe maybe <laughs> maybe after Klopp's moved on. <laughs> um, yeah. Pat, thanks so much for your time tonight, mate. We really appreciate it. No worries, uh, guys. It was a day off for you, so you've ah, you've, you've put in the hours, and and thanks for listening, man. Really appreciate it. So, wish the boys good luck for us. Um, I for was
3: excited. I will. Hopefully, we can get the win.
1: And thanks to Pat for uh, for joining us tonight in uh, again a really insightful chat into his uh, career so far. A very young career, nineteen years old. I think he turns twenty uh, next month. Uh, already looking at the you know the the underage international sides. Um, really, really level-headed, uh, and and someone that's we've got to enjoy uh, Jules and Sean while we've got him because I. Don't think it will be long until um, some some very big clubs come come knocking.
2: Absolutely, one hundred percent. Whether it be a, a Rangers or a Celtic, Scottish K League, J League, you name it, um, Championship perhaps. Now he's got a very bright future, Patrick Yazbek. But let's fast. Let's all rewind. I should say to last week and to last Saturday night, gents. Uh, we won a game. Uh, we actually. No, we, we what? <laughs> yeah, <pooped> out- <laughs> Out of the water uh, with our predictions last week. We traveled to Perth after having a midweek game, after losing the derby the weekend before, um, in the, just practically another country, thanks to Mark McGowan at the moment. <laughs> um, over there in the country of Western He's Australia. He's my
1: least favorite. My least favorite McGowan.
2: Yeah. <laughs> But um, and then in the seventh odd minute, Costa with the opening goal and then later ish in the game with a lovely, a lovely assist. Um, well done, Trent, for that assist. Uh, beautifully timed and weighted pass for Yazi to run uh Wasn't it? head on to. So well done to those Beautiful. two guys. It was our fifth game of the se- fifth win of the season, breaking a five game winless streak after a few losses and a couple of draws, and and breaking a three game losing streak uh hmm. gents what were your initial impressions throughout the game and then once the 90 minutes finished up
0: i think i think it was overall for me i think it was a, it was a fairly good performance Uh taking every absolutely everything into account like you said sean the disappointment of derby loss a midweek game albeit Probably at a lower intensity, just due to the no disrespect, but the yeah. quality of the opposition and obviously some some changes in personnel. But um, I, I was I was actually quite quite happy. I think there was a, a few key differences in terms of personnel that probably drove the result a little bit. Yazbek for me was just absolutely fucking immense. <laughs> like he was ridiculous. Um, the kids got to start in my opinion. There's no ifs, buts, or maybes about it. Um, I know he's extremely humble, and in the in chat, he obviously said he's, you know, he doesn't consider his uh, spot cemented,
1: but as far as I'm concerned, how could you drop me after that performance? Yeah, during... Someone,
2: uh, yeah. John, Sean, you go, Talked about, talked about, know, we asked him, do you think you're, you're cemented in the team? He's like, well, I'm only, you know, kind of that whole thing, I'm only good as my last performance. Well, his last performance was fucking awesome. So... You got yeah. Sorry, yeah. You gotta start him, um, preferably next door to every single week, John. Yeah, no, yeah, and he's
1: he's, he's, he's had that frame of mind um, since the very beginning, since he was first named on the bench. Um, I would want, I want to say, I want to say the back end of last season it could have been, um, and you know we we sort of. Uh, reached out to him through the pod and just to said say to congrats that he, he'd made the extended bench sort of thing and that we were hoping that he that he got on the pitch but but you know his instant response even at that stage was you know saying thanks for for us reaching out and also that you know it's all good like the you know boys did a good job and his time will come like what 19 year old <laughs> you know, he's got
0: unbelievable why. mentality
1: Unbel- like yeah. proper winning mindset so, the kid. And, and, yeah. and as we know and again we're, we're putting a bit of pressure on him now but as we know that's, that's the sort of stuff and that's the sort of attitude I think that you need um, mm. if, if you're going to make it in, into this big scary world of football out there so um, Yaz was brilliant uh, Callum Talbot was amazing um, on the left hand side um, but let's talk about let's talk about the goals um, in a bit more detail, Sean.
2: Um, Barber. Uh, speaking of, of Talbot, um, beautiful bullicking run to intercept and then just marauds up the left hand side. And I saw a few people on Twitter say this, and if I can pinch their words, I think it might have been maybe Grant or, or, or Slowey or one of them just saying just the the presence of mind, not just to cross the ball into the box and just hope for the best that it lands at some yeah. speed or maybe the keeper parries it, but just a, that, that calmness and composure just to pick his pass. Wait he
1: actually him. looked up. Yeah. 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 If you watch it, if you watch one of the replays, he, he looks up and he actually puts his hands out. Like, he's like, where are you? Like, so, like you know, someone, someone make the run. And for him to have the time, like you said, Sean, and the presence of mind, uh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And again, playing on his non-preferred side.
2: Yeah, and you're right. He like um, he he's practically in many respects the understudy to Grant. So he's he's a right back, but he's playing on the left, and you wouldn't he's not skipping a beat. You wouldn't know it. Uh, and then just threads the needle beautifully to Costa to to finish. And I I think I put on the run sheet. Would I be right in saying that's his first goal for us since the grand final uh, last season? I
1: I can't. I, we didn't we didn't score many goals at the start of this season, so. I'm going to back you and say that you're right. I hope
2: mm. that might start- oh, he's only just
1: come back from injury too. Mm.
2: Hopefully that starts something good for Costa going forward. Although am I right in saying that he's not going to be with us for the next week or two or something? Is he heading off with the all whites or, or am I got my... Oh, shit.
1: I've missed that completely, mate. Sorry.
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: Might be on to something there. Yeah,
2: Wellington have got some players out for some all whites game. Yeah. Um, so I just thought maybe Costa might be off with them too, but anyway, we'll probably we'll find out over the coming days. Um, Everything happens so quick in this bloody league, Sean. It's, <laughs> it's very hard to keep up. Speaking of goals, we almost like, you know, Bruno Fernandes was playing a bit like a one-man team. Jules, like if it weren't for he, he was very good. A little bit of luck on our side, and Redders mm. coming into it as well. Um, Grant clearing it off the line. Well, kind of both of them almost kind of clearing it off the line. Bruno hitting the post. And then the third one was a lovely crossover to him to the far post. And he absolutely very uncharacteristic. Like a Bruno shanked the fuck out of it. Then, <laughs> right. <laughs> acutely right. Um, so, yeah, we rode our luck a bit. But uh, that that Yaz's goal was was terrific, Angels, eh, uh,
0: just I mean, the pass was... Got to give credit like it's just absolute on a platter, but it was just there, it was just all over, it's just a fantastic counter attack, winning the ball. Um, you know, playing quickly with pace and and trying to penetrate straight away whilst they're obviously in transition. It was, it was perfect. Um, it's just such a nice sequence of play to watch back again and again. And and I have a couple of times because it's just, yeah, it's just brilliant, and plus, got a bit of this obvious if it's not too obvious, a uh, bit of a soft spot for Yaz. So I'm just so pleased for him to get his, you know, first senior goal. I mean, that would have been such a, a fantastic moment for him. You could see in his face that he was obviously, you know, just it's such a special moment for a player. Um, so that was really nice to see as well. And almost like, I don't know if you guys saw it as well, almost like a sense of, I don't know, I got a sense of relief for from Bahaja in terms of he's contributed. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it felt like that, yeah. Uh-huh. Um Which, like, I, I'm, I'm really happy for him because what he scored midweek and he's, you know, had a fantastic assist. So, yeah, you know, re- there's really. There's a footballer.
1: Well uh, there's a footballer in there somewhere. Uh, oh, 100%. But, I'm not sure I understand. But, oh. Siri,
0: sorry, Siri, Siri wants to get involved with the uh,
1: podcast as well, guys. Siri, Siri, Siri's, Siri's not sure she understands that there's a footballer in there somewhere. <laughs> um, but but Siri, there is there is a footballer in there for Trent Bahaja. Um, beautiful, uh, just to echo what you guys said. Uh, beautiful assist, um, and it wasn't an easy wasn't an easy pass um, that he made to get it. You know, um, past the defender and to the to the feet of uh, of young Patrick Yazbek. So. Uh, I, I will also say, um, you know, a 2-0 win um, is very, very welcomed. Uh, another clean sheet for for our mate Redders, um, who who had to earn it. Um, but it still wasn't... <laughs> it, it doesn't fill me with confidence that we're going to come out next week and do the same thing and, and you know, potentially beat a Western United. We've got to remember the Perth are hmm. stone motherless last. Um and i think you know you 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 noticed and and again all the best to to um former sky blue royalty brandon o'neill who who went off with his shoulder um but as soon as he went off the their organization completely fell 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 off and and i think i don't think yeah perth are going to hurt too many teams for the rest of the year. They're just too thin on the ground. Um, So we need to, we need to back that up. It's been a really, really positive week and and I feel like I'm bringing it down now, but um, yeah, we, we could have been punished a couple of times. As you said, Sean, Bruno Fornaroli was, um, was having a bit of a field day.
2: And and yeah, you're right. It does paper over the cracks a little bit. And, and unless we can back it up with, with not, not a draw, but a win, Draws draws aren't good enough. They're almost like losses at the moment. where we're sitting on the table, and Wellington on equal points is actually good that Brisbane beat them the other day, but mm. they three games behind us. Um, but I feel like the only, only kind of teams that could push us out of the six would be Wellington, maybe a Mariners as well, at the moment. Um, yeah, so unless we back it up this week and get three points, yeah, it doesn't mean much. But yeah, Perth, I, I, huge, a huge result this but, week. Um, can we wax lyric? Like, a, I'm not going to go through the starting eleven, but I will say, oh, what I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, man, the,
1: the, the fans will be.
2: They'll be. They'll be <laughs> <But> <laughs> it'll be on will be on the Patreon, guys. Um, <laughs> no, but we had a start, boys, for Luciano, and I just want to what gauge your reaction. And impressions of him, yeah. and and as you mentioned a bit in the pod uh, with our interview with him, that um, fair to say he's kind of um, transi- transitioned in the team quite quite well. I think so. I thought
1: yeah. I
0: thought, he, I
2: thought he did
1: quite well. You could tell that he was still trying to be in the right places at the right time and and, and seeing what um, what the others will do. That it's it's hard. To, to not just talk about Luciano for a second, but that front two, you know, the, the top two that we we've been talking about all year and and haven't been so successful, we we whinge and complain about, you know, Bimby not picking the right players sometimes, but there's been so many combinations of players um in that top two. And so it's gonna take him a bit of time to work it out. But I thought I thought he I thought he had a very good start. I think he said um, it was his first start for 10 months or something. Um, um nursing, so yeah, no, he's he's building up, building up very nicely.
0: Yeah, there's nothing wrong with his performance at all, it's quite good. Um, so yeah,
1: sorry about that, lads.
0: Had to do it. Um, yeah, look, i I, I'm, I was quite impressed with him. Um, I think you can tell that obviously his quality, um, so you know, I have no problems in terms of. Him starting, I think it's mm. in a way. If you want to have a uh, sort of silver lining in terms of Elvis being out, it's the fact that you know maybe he. You know, it would have been really hard to push Elvis out of the team the way he was yeah, playing, but sure. this opens up the door a little bit for him potentially. And you know, with his quality, he could be he could potentially be one of those players um, to make a difference in terms of whether we have a crack at this making the six or not because uh, he's got that quality about him that he could be a game changer. You can just tell. So, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed, he goes from strength to strength. What do you think, Sean?
2: Oh, very pleased. And, you know, there's a lot of promising ability that he's got at the moment, but time will tell. Um, Like I said, there's Mm. a lot of change going with the top two. So it's hard to really um, Mm. solidify Mm. a bit of consistency and,
1: Paddy Wood's not even making the bench. Like,
0: don't like, don't bring know? it up. So, no, it's going to get me so fucking angry.
1: <laughs> Seriously. So, but I think, look, I think you will. We've got a lot of football coming up in the next month. Um, I think they'll all earn their, earn their dollars for sure. Um, but uh, it, it reminds me, the situation with um, Luciano reminds me a little bit about like Reza, you know, a couple of seasons ago, coming in halfway through, you know, Trying to fill that, fill a spot for the for the, um, the Champions League at that stage, um, took him a while to get going. Obviously, had minutes off the bench, but there's you know there's absolute quality there, um, and for him to be starting already, um, I, I think that's a really positive sign. So uh, he'll he'll get plenty of chances um, with with the injuries and everything else. So I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to seeing what um, what he can do.
2: Can we make mention of his? partner in crime on the weekend he, he he's forward partner in, in Alfie do we spend any can i defend him yeah defend him can, can, can,
1: can i defend him i i think he copped a fair bit he has been copping a fair bit um but i didn't think he was that bad on the weekend i thought he was working his ass off like he might've had a couple of loose touches and there was that one golden opportunity where he, where he had the ball to feet uh, in the box and he, and he just completely stuffed it. But that's, that's a player that hasn't been banging them in consistently for a while. You know, um, as people will say last year, that's a goal 10 times out of 10 for, for Adam LaFondra. Um, but I thought he was working down the flanks quite well. He was dropping deep to try and get involved. I,
2: his effort is
1: there. He's tenacious. His effort is there. Um, and he's, yeah, he's frustrated because he's a out-and-out striker and he wants to score goals. But, you, you know, as the, as the great Marcello Bielsa said, boys, uh, it's another Leeds reference, um, you know, he doesn't necessarily have to be scoring goals as a striker to be contributing to the team. Um, and I, I think he's... I think he's working hard. It's just not, it's just not falling for him. And the tactics may not be, may not be set up for, for him to, you know, be finishing at the moment. Anyway, that's. So
2: what so is, is it, is it, you know, is it not you? It's me. It's like, who's, is it the problem fall on him? Is it the players not getting in the ball? Is it the formation? The tactics are just not, there's a part of me would kind of wants to say the tactics, but then again, Cocker hasn't changed them for the last forever. Mm. And he was part of being a part of that system. So why, why is he not scoring goals? I you know, I want him. I to- think, I,
0: th- I think it's form. I think it's just, form. I think it's just um, like scoring goals is the hardest thing to do in football and the most critical thing to do in football. So like, it's, you know, it's, it's hard when you hit a dry spell as a striker, I guess it's, it's, it's tough because uh in many ways it's not because you're working hard it's just that things aren't falling away and you know you have a bit of bad luck and then you sort of maybe get into your own head. Like we've seen like we've seen with Trent to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um and Trent may be turning a corner after this week. Who knows? But um I think Alfie's just caught a uh, sort of caught in that same perhaps mindset. And you can tell he like he's frustrated with himself. So it's not through want of trying it's just that I think I and I still back him. Like I think I said when we we're giving our ratings that, you know, I still gave him like a C or something like that because he hasn't been terrible. Like his work rate's still there. He's still doing what he can for the team. But you know the goals are going to come. Like they will come. He's too good of a striker
1: yeah. for them to not come. I agree.
2: So, boys, a a scrappy game overall, but we'll take the three points under the circumstances and where we are in the season and um, hopefully we've got to go back-to-back this weekend against Western United. Can I get some SFCU votes out of you two?
1: I guess. One player we haven't mentioned, Sean, um, who I thought uh, is deserving of votes um, was Max Burgess. Yeah. He's in my votes, Maxi boy, Maxi boy. Maxie. Um, geez, uh, wasn't it, wasn't it interesting? Match? Wasn't it interesting to see? Um, I'm not sure if you guys noticed it, but he kept popping up in between the lines, and and he kept getting into those little pockets where, you know, the half spaces where, mm-hmm. um, we haven't seen him operate too much with too much freedom, but he he was he was finding it. Quite the green grass was quite luscious for him, uh, against Perth Glory. Uh, he kept popping up and, and creating, and it, w- it was wonderful to see. Um, to see Max and, and Max in, in full flight is, is is a is a wonderful, wonderful he's footballer. Of- um,
2: <clears throat> so say well, again, sorry, oh, he's just got a little bit of I don't know if you call it X factor, maybe Y factor, Z, but um, yeah, he's, he's always looking for the ball. He's probably one of the best in the team in terms of that movement off the ball, but. Go on, give us your
1: votes, yeah. Mister. Um, I spread them. I gave Yaz three, uh, and then I gave Max Squid, Callum Talbot, and Redders one because I thought Redders had a had a top top game as well. So Max Talbot and Redders one each, and Yaz three. Right, Mister. Bomber, come back
0: uh, on three, two, one. Again, uh, Yaz three, Talbs two, um, and Maxi one.
2: Not too dissimilar on this scene. I've I've been fair and gone Yaz, yes, Max, and Talbot to each.
1: Nice. Why do you guys hate Redders? What? Oh, I it's had a good one bloke. One. It's just. Well, I <laughs> have for Luciano as well. Poor, poor Redders. Poor Redders. Uh, awesome. Uh, that was a, a good win, and and we'll talk about what the week. Uh, ahead shows for the A-League men's side. Very shortly, there was a bloody unbelievable game of football oh. in the A-League women's <laughs> semi-final uh, on Friday night, gents, which I um, did catch most of, but I did, unfortunately, was was landing at Sydney Airport about an hour before kickoff, I think. So I was no chance of making it. Um, what a game. From I the Sydney Seagulls.
2: breath from it. I've just caught my breath. <laughs> just now. It. Yeah. So good. It was it was brilliant. Like a, you know, fighting mentality, um, character of the team. You know, not too many times have the girls had to fight back this season because it's been such a amazing, you know, very winning, very successful mm-hmm. season to date. So to be able to pull that out and um, brilliant game. Um Jules, you are
0: a fan of the game. You loved it. Impressed. I was, br- I was extremely impressed just with, I think, like you said, Sean, just the desire and the fight, um, you know, being 1-0 down at half time, then copying a goal. Um, I think potentially in some ways against the run of play um, as well. And maybe that's a bit of bias. I- I'm not too sure um, how you guys saw it, but... Um, you know, to, to be able to come, come from behind and, you know, obviously do it in the way we did. And obviously we had a bit of momentum with some of the things that happened, obviously the red card. And then, you know, a yeah. 90, 90, you know, I think it was 92, 93 minute um, equalizer, um, which was just unbelievable. Yeah. Um, we we're always going to sort of have that momentum, but you've got to actually do something with the momentum as well. Like mm, you see so many teams, mm, mm, they, they go into it and, you know, it's just cagey and scrappy because the team's sitting back and holding back. But they just kept going and kept trying to obviously, you know, finish the game off as quickly as possible. And they got their just rewards for it. Um, it was a fabulous performance. Like absolutely brilliant, you, both on and off the pitch.
1: What are the, what are the rules in Australia? Are you allowed to be in love with 16 women and one man? Like, because... Yeah. Obviously, all the amorous relationships no, are mate. okay. I'm just in um, love with the whole squad and Ante. <laughs> I just think...
2: Ethical, non-monogamous. My
1: God. It's all... Well,
2: uh,
1: ethic? Uh, ethical. I don't even know if it's ethical or not. Um, they're all brilliant. <laughs> um, It would be very unfair to say that it was the Courtney Vine show because I think everyone um, absolutely contributed, uh, uh, say- especially from the second half. Sure. But she was a catalyst, Sean. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah.
2: Look, 2-0 at half time. I thought for a moment that mentality of... Just
1: after half time. just after half
2: We're not going to... We might have to go the harder route to get to a grand final here. Um, but mm. one that really impressed me was, like you said, Jules, two goals against the run of play, I think we are dominating better possession and field possession. But they didn't drop their heads. They didn't, you know, go off script. They just kept on fighting. We didn't score until 15 minutes from... Full time, which was ridiculous. <laughs> and we got two goals in that time. Um, what do you reckon? Yeah, well, wasn't the Courtney Vine show, but if you're a substitute that night, um, gosh, you, yeah. <laughs> gosh, you had a great impact. Um, the depth of this team was, was ridiculous. Yeah.
1: And um, Ante rightly being praised for, for his
2: substitutions. And, and the balls to make the sub of Courtney coming on at half time. And just go right. I'm going to give you 45 minutes. I don't think that was his intention. Um, do you reckon it was right or wrong of him to start Paige Satchel? She played. Uh,
1: re- she played really well against Adelaide. I thought Jules.
0: I thought so too. Um, I kind of, I kind of agree with it in a way, but from a couple of fronts: one, to reward Paige for her obvious performance against Adelaide, and two, knowing that you have Vine, who's probably the the, the biggest catalyst player. the whole squad arguably um Mm. you know she's just the game winner um and and you know think about the pace and just the tenacity that she can bring off the bench so i think even from that perspective he sort of i don't know if he thought about that he might have thought oh well look if we're in a bind i've Mm. got i've got probably arguably one of the best players if not the best player in the league on my bench yeah
2: it was, a little yeah, bit it was
1: interesting, on the night though Sorry, the Sean, it was interesting listening to Courtney on the A-Leagues podcast today um, saying that she didn't mind coming off the bench, um, you know, that she sort of likes coming on against tired legs, and why wouldn't you with pace like that? <laughs> well,
2: yeah, I've got to say with Paige, she was a little bit one-dimensional on the night, so there's something, Courtney's similar but a little bit more dynamic, but another person that came off the bench, I really felt that. Had a huge impact and changed the game. And you're you're a fan of her, Jono, and you probably would see her ahead of Rachel Lowe, who I'm a fan of. But I'm certainly yeah, Sarah a Sarah coin at the moment. But Sarah Sarah Hunter was was brilliant when she came on. I thought her, her impact impact yeah. director's was. Role, um was it's got her head in the right spot. Got her yeah. head in the right spot. Oh, yeah, sorry, her. header. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So look, uh, absolutely amazing from the girls. But Ali was brilliant at the back as well. Nat the
1: assist to set up the opener was something else. Um, oh. yeah. in- in- incredible run. It's an incredible run. That's the sort of, that's the sort of run that gets gets you attention, you know. As a, as a left back, um, and Sean, you know, we we've said before that Ali can't be can't be too far away from Matilda's call
2: up. No, nah, not at all. Um, I thought our defence was good on the night. Um, Nats. The first goal, yeah. what can you do? I, I, unlucky, yeah. I guess. You know, she'd come over, she'd do something differently, I guess, but don't hold it against it. The second goal, however, we just were well, too far forward, too far committed. I think we started to kind of lose our shape and, the, and they, they got us on the counter and, and a good goal by them nonetheless. It was, yeah. Um, was it Hannah Wilkinson? I think it was. But um, mm-hmm. look, what about their the two red cards, boys? Um, which- <laughs> I I feel, maybe I don't, but they got to carry those two red cards um, into next week. They
1: going for it. They they were going for it, weren't they? I think the uh, I think Rado and and Ante both almost got uh, their marching orders as well on on the sidelines. But um, they weren't uh, they weren't being very friendly to the uh, the third the third team. Is that what they call the referees? The the fourth team, third team. Um, No, all right, but the blind team. Oh, Jules, you can't say that. Um, oh. the, <laughs> but, um, yeah, again, Courtney's brilliance basically just leading to those uh, red cards, Sean, as you said. Uh, the first one with the pace, and, and obviously it was last last woman rule. Uh, I thought Barbieri was lucky to survive that herself. The, the ref sent Vlant... Vlanic, Vlanic, Janic off. Um, and uh, yeah, she probably makes first contact, but Bubs also, um, you know, stuck her foot in to Courtney. So one of them was going. Um, and then the second one, uh, yeah, again, I mean, the, the game was over by then. Um, but yeah, to, to be without um, Melissa Barbieri for, for that semi final for uh, City coming up. Uh, that's going to hurt.
2: Yeah, a little bit of an upset there. I, I was kind of expecting Adelaide to get that game. But um, now, which is kind of cool, I guess. A bit of a nice narrative for the A League women's, you know, to promote this coming week. So we, we get a week off, get to get over any niggles. Uh, but listening to Courtney Vine, I listened to her too today, Jonathan, that mm-hmm. <laughs> Arte is a man of routine, so he'll just... Keep plugging along there with the girls yeah. this week and next, and nothing will change. I wonder if you might even get a game with them uh, this this Saturday, like maybe because I know the MPL women's season hasn't started yet. They're still mm-hmm. like, probably about a fortnight away, so you might get a get a bit will of
1: the week off. Sorry. be good. Do you think that they will want the week off, or do you reckon they'd want to get straight into yeah. the grand final?
2: Jules, you know, in in your playing career, it's still happening. Just albeit a season <laughs> off at the moment. Would you want? To or do you, would you want to play? Stop reminding the poor
1: bastard that he's in. He knows, <laughs> Just, he knows, Sean. He knows I'm he's fucked for the year. Come
0: on, <laughs> yeah. leave the poor bastard alone. <laughs> um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, my heart's breaking every time. <laughs> no, it's um much like my knees every time I take a football pitch at the moment. Um, but yeah, look, it's I. Uh, I would prefer to play. Um. I never really like a week off because I feel like complacency can settle in quite quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, and you just don't have that same routine. Like you've started the whole season you've played on a Saturday or a Sunday. So I would want to keep that. Um, and I probably look if, if I was and like you said, Sean, maybe they'll link something up with the, um, they've obviously got strong ties to Sydney Olympics. So, um, there's a possibility maybe they play into sort of very non-contact type of game where it's just getting minutes mm. in the legs and stuff like that, which, I mean, I would do. Um, so, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I could definitely see that happening.
2: Well, uh, we'll be awaiting the winner of Melbourne City and Melbourne victory uh, this weekend, Sunday 27th of March, and we'll preview this game next week proper, but now's the time to start, you know, getting on board and getting your tickets to watch them on 27th of March, Sunday at 4 o'clock. Colgate, let's just hope it's a nice sunny day and uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. few beers, a few ciders, you know, at the clubhouse watching the Cove and Michelle going absolutely nuts. <laughs> um, we'll talk more about it next week, but uh, congratulations, girls. Well-deserved. Um, you bloody had us going there for a while. <laughs> not, not, not good for our heart rates But um, got, got there in the end Thanks to Auntie and all the girls All the girls contributed really I know, you know, those four goals Well, three goalscorers three? Yeah. Uh, yes, three? Yeah So well done girls um, But Jono, Jules Yes There's still another win <laughs> that we're yet to talk about Oh shit, another one And, and you were there, Jonathan another So hand this baby over to you You were there did oh, rooting. um i did i got there a bit late um, rooting I, I, just
1: jesus by myself in the, the grandstands there um <laughs> yeah i got there uh just before half time um and it was a bit of a back back and forth affair uh for the npl at linden there um yeah, my plan was to sort of do a little bit of a uh, bit of Twitter commentary throughout the game for people. But- yeah, no, it was good. I was
0: about to say, Jonah, it was pretty. that was great. I was <sighs> I was following it. All. Only I was-
1: only got th- two it's or three good. out in the end, but yeah, I I got there a little bit late, unfortunately. But it was really nice to. I love I love going to the NPL. I, I love um, I love the atmosphere. I love watching you know the the, the stars of the future and, geez, we've, we've we've got a few in that side, boys. Um, it was a really really hard fought uh one nil win. Um, our midfield did very well, but, but the, the, the two, uh, the twin towers, the, the, the twin Gs, uh, Grimaldi and Gerd at the back um, came up against our old mate, Charles Localingoy. Um But Charles was up to his old, old tricks. He, he, he had a touch like um, Usain Bolt, really um and and a couple of shots uh like him as well it wasn't wasn't too well but to be fair you know obviously the boys were were putting him under pressure um and yeah some really impressive performances um clayton taylor was was exceptional he came on for corey holman at halftime um Segic was great um but the ones that stood out for me um oscar priestman Played in the centre of midfield, but also dropped back in his defensive duties and the the structures and Jules, you sort of mentioned, um, I think in in Grant's question with Paddy Asbeck, you know you could see the structures there, um, and that's mm-hmm. something that a, a lot of these boys in this NPL squad for this year have been there last year. Um, some have even been in the NPL squad. You know, this will be their third year because they're that young, um, and and it's clear to see that. The structures are being passed down to these squads, and and I just thought they they looked really really sound, and and the boys up front played with you know brilliant attacking freedom and flair. Um, like I said, Jaden Kacharski with a, with a bloody Cruyff turn, um, to lose his man and and then put a beautiful beautiful ball into the box where, um, Zach Sapford uh. Trapped it and and put it away. Uh, a la what Paddy Wood used to do for the NPL side, you know, in, in years gone past. Um, but geez, Marconi threw they threw absolutely everything at yep. them, um, and 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 we managed to hold them off through some some really great saves from uh That's, yeah from number three goalkeeper Adam Padlasic. So beautiful night, just really really like I said. Uh, maybe I'm a bit of a sicko, but I just I just love it. I love the atmosphere of the NPL. I love Um, like I said, watching the watching the young boys run around and and do their thing. So get out there, everyone. Get out there.
2: Two from two, Johnny. They are they one of only three teams who are undefeated at the moment, who are two from two. Um, but they come up against Wollongong, who are one win one loss so far this season. If that's
1: That's a big win last weekend, didn't they not?
2: Yeah, I think, yeah. Was it like Five I think. I want to say
1: four or five nil against um, Northbridge. Yeah, oh, Northbridge. Um, couple of X, couple of X A League strikers in their in their ranks. Um, Lachlan Scott and Josh McDonald, I want to say.
0: Yeah, Lucky Scott made team of the week, I think.
1: Team. Yeah, yeah. Don't like their graphic. You <laughs> saw that? I saw your yeah. comment on it, Shawnee. Yeah,
2: Mate, they're not even uh,
1: updating the website properly yeah. yet. So.
2: Yeah, I know. You have to go through the dribble. Uh, yeah. They've got
1: some stuff to work on.
2: All yeah. right, but yeah. um look, speaking of NPL, John Owen James, yeah, mm. Wilshire's mates and team are Friday yeah. down in Wollongong. Um but you can watch it on It'll Be a tough one to get to. Yeah, watch it on telly or npl.tv. Or well, I think it's a new platform this year, but um that'll be a tough is, one. Yeah. yeah, so um you know, would we have expected them to be on six points in the first two games of the season,
1: I uh, know I didn't.
2: No, especially not not up against Marconi, um, who are probably one of the the better teams of the seasons here. Or that's still early days. Whoa,
1: that's that's right. But yeah, if anyone does get out there, or if you're watching on NPL TV, um, keep an eye on Clayton Taylor. Um, shit hair, but <laughs> but we don't care. But we don't care. And when he <laughs> plays like he did on the weekend, one of the runs he made, boys, was. Unbelievable. It was similar to Ali Green's down the left, except his was on the right. And he just skinned, you know, three or four would be Marconi defenders um, and just kept his run going. And, you know, that's some of the stuff we don't see in the men's comp, you know, again, when they get into the structures that are a bit more, I guess, defensively or, or conservative or whatever it might be. We, we don't see that, and, and Clayton Taylor just takes players on and he, and he beats them. Um, it, it was really, really cool to see. Um, so, anyway, I'll get off my high horse now.
2: And, boys, we don't have to wait too much longer. We've got Western United on Saturday, uh, Saturday 19th of March, back at Cogra, one of our last handful of games there for the season. Uh, 7 45 pm. Um, up against Cogra, yeah, high flying Western United. I think this was supposed to be a big blue, but there's been some changes in the schedule, which is mm. with this season. Can't be helped. Um, we're the favorites for this game. I, I, I put that <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> I don't want to sound negative, and I do love this club and I do support the team. Um, despite some people's thoughts otherwise, um, but I digress and <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just Stop su-
1: ragging on the team sean
2: i'm just surprised <laughs> i'm surprised hey, got-
1: man he's ragging on your cord
2: like <laughs> <laughs> okay, how boys jules john how are you going in it's like west you know they had two or draw um with what's their face city over the weekend they're towards the top of the table are they still top of the table I want to say,
1: are, like- yeah. Uh, oh, if they're not, they should be with yeah. with games in hand or whatever. Yeah. Um, Our oh, city, city are ahead on goal difference, but Western have two games in hand.
0: Yeah, well, it's, I just looked at the odds because you got me, you got me peaked, <laughs> my interest peaked. Three dollars fifty, they're paying against us, which what? is two, and we're two dollars fi- Um yeah. This is on sports bet, bet responsibly. Um, but yeah, what That's- the hell? What do I mean, they know
1: that we don't?
0: I don't I don't know, but that's I, I don't like betting against my team, but no. 350, Jesus, that's good value.
1: Jules, I mean,
0: how dare you? I'm just I'm just trying to make a quick buck here out of my misery. <laughs> Leave me alone. Got
1: Look, your dad already your, your dad already signed up for Patreon. What, what do you want, man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> No, but it does. It is a bit weird that we are the favourites. That is that is a good pickup there, Sean. That's um that's strange. Western are playing very very well. Um, (laughs) as we unfortunately have witnessed a couple of times this season. Um, I mean Steve Lustig has scored against us in both matches. So Jules, maybe do Western to win into Steve Lustig. (laughs) Um, you guys keep talking. I'm going to see what that's paying. um so, this is now a gambling podcast so, <laughs> it's not it's not at all um uh, unless someone wants to sponsor us um <laughs> sean uh, sean how, how do you see western western united like i said they're they're, they're playing some some pretty good football
2: they're very um, they're, they're tall frenchmen they're van dyke of sorts yeah
1: <laughs> Leo Lacroix.
2: poo-poo. Wow. Oui, oui, uh he is that's a, he's not only defending, but he, he's knocking in goals as well. Um in a venue? yeah. Um I, I don't know what to do with, with with our form. I you know you could mm. take the confidence out of last week, but grain of salt at the same time because it was only like, it was against Perth and they're struggling. Brandon O'Neill went off. Um bit of a one-man band with fornaroli there. Um mm-hmm. well we could come out and, and maybe. You know, get back to back. You're gonna,
1: you're you're gonna have a lot of fun in the next few weeks, I reckon, Sean.
2: Yeah, of
1: course. We're gonna, we're gonna have that many games. That the lineup is gonna change every game, like <laughs> a lot. I reckon you're gonna love it. You'll be in your element. My starting eleven. I can't wait. Yeah, you're
2: starting uh, eleven. The tactics won out. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but on, but but on a serious note, like it will depend. I think, um, I think the club will be announcing later this week after the pods out, um, what the next few weeks look like um, and uh, I think Bimby alluded to it in the post-match um, that they're trying to play most of our games before they go to the Champions League is that right gents um, yeah. so uh, that's a fair bit of football we're already a few games ahead of the, the rest of the league um, so yeah like, like we we sort of alluded to with um, with Patty there'll be a lot of rotation in the next Next few weeks, so uh, it's good that people like Narsingh, um, Yazbek back from injury. Um, you know, Max seems to be at, at full fitness. Costa's has come back um, and starting game, so it's 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 good that those players are um, you know building up to full fitness for sure.
2: I reckon we'll see the same starting eleven as last week as as the Perth game. I don't see why not. Callum's doing great things there at left back. Grant here Wilco, I think Pat was brilliant, as we know. Um, I think we'll go side by side with Retre and him, or maybe with this Amini coming off the bench, maybe building back. Yeah, I don't know why Musti's not started the last couple of games. Yeah, but he did sub off Retre, so maybe there's something to read into there. Maybe we might... Well,
1: with, with, with again, with Yaz being that more defensively-minded, um, where he's more comfortable, uh, Amini, there's no problem with the Yazbek Amini. Partnership that that would be my preferred partnership. Um, I think I've said that before on here, but I think in a meanie aspect partnership,
2: I think they complement each other quite nicely. And 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 Musti's not afraid from taking a shot from outside the box either, he's done it just about each game. Mm, he, mm, like Max was brilliant, I hope he starts again. Um, AC had a niggling something I read somewhere, but said that he'll be back. Yes. He just wanted to spend the weekend with his lovely family. I think. Really. Yeah. He did the weekend off, I did stalk on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see AC and, and Max, and then um, I think we'll see Narsing start again, which I'm cool with.
1: Yeah. Be good. Yeah. As long as he's pulled up, all right. Mm. Um, no reason not to. Um. And again, I mean Alfie, I, I think I think that combination needs a bit of time to to bear fruit.
0: Yeah, it could be good. It could be a good combination as well. Like similarly with Retro... Oh, sorry, Retro. Definitely not Retro. Uh, similarly with Yazbek and Amini, I think that uh, Narsing and Alfie could potentially complement each other very well. Um, and then you've also got, you know, the big bustling Bubbo.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Coming off the bench there as well as a, as a bit of a goal threat, so which he has been this week. yeah. So, uh, this year, so, sorry.
1: Guys, you guys are much more uh, tactically uh, in in touch with the game than 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 I am. When when you've got a you play football a a, mount, a man mountain, <laughs> when you've got a man mountain like Lacroix, who you know is an early shout for for Johnny Warren medals. Um, we how do you how do we approach that? Because Nasim has obviously got a bit of pace um, and a little bit of size. Um, you've got, as you said, Jules Bobo is our Big man, our target man. Um, and Alfie's Alfie in a combination with our, either of those two, you know, could almost be that sort of second striker. Um, but when you're coming up against a massive human being who's in top form um, like that, what, what what do you think we're going to do up front? How would you approach it? You know, just, oh. um,
2: Tonya Harding. Before the game, <laughs> <laughs>
1: for our younger listeners, Sean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just, uh, yeah.
2: his knees or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I I'm maybe I don't know, some shots from from deep. You know, in theory, with the. Well, or bl- do you
1: just ignore it? Do you just ignore it? Do you just play your own game and, and hope it works.
2: I think,
0: like to a certain extent you got to trust your players to, and it'd be like, it's such a cliche, but it's, it's a commonly used thing for a reason, because it's important to say win your individual battles, mm-hmm. um, when you're in the park. And I think it's up to them whilst, you know, like he says, he's got a bit of size and a bit of physicality to him. Well, um, sometimes that can be worked uh, against them in the sense of, you know, if you are going into a, a physical battle with them, if you, potentially go down a couple of times and you sort of get your captain to get in the ear of the referee. It's like, Hey, look Mm. out for him because he keeps bundling me, uh, bundling, you know, um, Luciano uh, over. Um, You know, there's different things like that. The other thing is, is that if you do bring on a Bobo or you start a Bobo, you just make sure that he essentially almost just occupies Bobo takes takes him out, completely out of the um, contest, and then whoever's partnering Boba up front, whether it be Luchana, uh, Luchana or Alfie, um, is then a little bit free in those half spaces to get in behind. And yeah, obviously, you've got one of the tens advancing in behind as, as well. So, there's a few ways to like skin a cat, so to speak. Mm. But that's how I, I mean. That's how I'd approach it if I was if I was particularly worried about about him.
1: Very, very good. See so, so fans of um f- again, fans of Leeds United will know the extent of uh you know my tactical um podcast knowledge is um y- you kick the ball really hard in- into the goal. Get it to Bamford. That's, that's yeah, that's what you gotta do. Get it to Bamford. And pray
0: it doesn't go on Luke Ailing's side. Otherwise, you're fucked. <laughs>
1: Oh dear. Um gents, that might be that might be us for the night. Sean, what do you reckon?
2: Yeah, I'm done. I'm good. Yep. You're done. You've said what you wanted to say. Yep.
1: I'm full. That's good. That's good. Thanks once again to um how about you, Jules? Are you are you you cooked? I'm good,
0: mate. I'm good. I'm I right. need some kip to get ready for this Australia Cup game.
1: Yes. Good luck to the mighty uh, Quakers Hill. Quakers Hill United. Are we or what are we?
0: Quakers Hill Junior Soccer Club.
1: Got to change that soccer hey. club. I hate when there's still soccer in it. Get on to it. You're on. You're on the board there. Surely. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know if I've got if I've got, if I've got that you much pool? should give it to you. Oh, I heard you're pretty good on the call. <laughs> um. But anyway, uh, on, on another note, we'll yeah, end up My there. wife listens to this. Yeah. I know <laughs> no, no, she does. And we've established that she does. Don't <laughs> pretend. Right? We know your dad does. Don't pretend your missus does. Come. Lovely, <laughs> 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 um, Thanks, gents, for your company tonight. Thanks, to Patrick Yazbek. Uh, really, really cool chat. And congrats again to Josh Skodler, um, who's picked up that FFA Cup uh, jersey. Uh, we will get that out. Um, we'll get that out to you very, very soon. Um, Patty, Patty has um, actually agreed to sign that for us, which is brilliant. So we'll, we'll get that done and, and dusted. Have a great week, uh, ladies and gents. Uh, thanks, everyone, for your interactions this week. We've been tagged 110 uh, billion times, Sean. Um, and we, uh, we, we, we love the attention. And uh, we'll talk to everyone again next week.